Welcome to Suddenly I Realized, the podcast that sees two hardcore fans reluctantly reassess their obsession with sex in the city. We can't help but wonder, has Carrie Bradshaw finally fallen off her Manolos and her pedestal? Have we lost the will to carry on? I'm Mary Fogarty. And I'm Vanessa Kyo. Good evening and welcome back to Suddenly I Realized. We hope you're all doing well. I'm feeling a little bit bloated today. And I'm just recovering from the flu. Did you have a little pasta? I had some soup because apparently I have a wet tongue. My my acupuncturist told me I need to eat more like wholesome, warm winter food. Hmm, that sounds nice. It's not really, it's much of, it's it's nothing to write home about. So I just thought I'd tell everybody. I'm bloating. So I'm a bit bloated. I don't want to be rude, but I look a bit fat. Thank God we're on radio. And radio, she doesn't. <clears throat> now, we were also talking about the fact when we first did this podcast, I used to do a lot. Like I was slurping. I miss soup. editing those out. I know, but why did I do that? I don't know. And I don't think I do it anymore. So listener, if you catch me doing that, let us know. Let us know. We'll cut it out <laughs> or I'll be aware. But I'm, I'm not even trying to make an effort not to do it, but I don't think I am doing it. Yeah, I think once it was kind of uh, apparent, it brought to my attention yeah. when Mary ridiculed me. <laughs> you ridiculed um, yourself. I did. I was mortified. So it's gone now, we hope. Yeah. Unlike our four besties, oh, Harry, like Samantha. we did there. Brilliant segue. <laughs> Ma- Charlotte, Charlotte, and Miranda, whoever they are. <laughs> Charlotte, Samantha, oh, what? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Why can't we just say. Okay, episode nine. Welcome to Old Dogs New Tricks. Can we do that in the future? It's not called Old Dogs New Tricks. What's it called? Old Dogs New Dicks. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I just automatically wrote Old Dogs New Tricks. They're very clever. Are the gals the old dogs? That's very ageist. They're not, though. And nothing wrong with old dogs. No, they're cute. And definitely nothing wrong with new dicks. Certainly not. So we open... Excuse me. It's all right. We'll cut it out. So we open. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Go on. We open. So we open with Carrie wishering on about the fact that they say that the women in New York are the most beautiful in the world. She gets away with murder. Where does she find these statistics? Or where does she find these people? Who are they? Who says that? Who says that? Nobody. Nobody says that. And even that. if someone did say that, even if it was five people, it doesn't matter. She just plucks these things out of thin air. She makes them up. I would have thought maybe Italian women. But at the end of the day, mm. it's all subjective. Yeah. Like you can go to Italy and find fucking grots. There are some who would say that Irish women are the most beautiful in the land of Ireland. Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there are some countries that are kind of, they just, like Venezuela, they mm. always win Miss they're World. Mm. But they're only hot because they're kind of groomed to mm. win Miss World. Like they're doing pageants when they're five, when they're out of their mother's vag. Mm. They're getting tit jobs at the age of 12. Yeah, that's that's their ticket out of there. It's another way to get out to win Miss World. Yeah, live so, on your looks. Unfortunately, we Irish are told to get an education. Oh, what a waste of time. Um, so I don't know where she gets her fucking facts. It just all depends. Yeah, it all depends. There's got facts everywhere. Yeah, there's hideous um, people. There's certainly, as a person who has, as you, as have you, been to New York, there are certainly absolute grot bags in that city. Yeah, and there's lovely people of as course. well. The gorgeous rides there. Yeah. So you just don't know. I think the best looking people are in Bray, County Wicklow. Absolutely. I'm only messing. There's a lot of inbreeding in Bray. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Oh, really? Well, I think we're an island. I think Ireland obviously is an island. So I think there was a lot of inbreeding because everyone was marrying, you know, their next door neighbour who turned out to be their aunt. choice, yeah. So, you know, it doesn't make for... Uh, very good looking children who don't <clears> grow up into good looking adults I'm sorry I keep coughing um, yes it doesn't make for a varied gene pool yeah mm. and I think I mean look at the royal family some of them are quite attractive well I think like Harry's kids are quite cute because mm. he married they have a, a, a little bit of extra yeah 
Yeah. A little bit more exotic. You didn't marry his cousin. Exactly. You didn't marry Beatrice or Eugenie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. But I hate when people say, oh, you know, oh, you know, Brazilian women are the hottest or mm. Spanish women are the hottest. I'd say people who come from sunnier climes mm. do have the advantage of a nice tan. Yes, but these people often like those of a fairer shade of skin. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and Brazilians love gingers. Huh. They do. Sure look. But uh, gingers don't like gingers. Every old shoe has an old sock. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think <clears throat> you know, for Irish men, like it just depends on who's coming into the fucking country. Mm. Like I remember in like two thousand and five there was loads of like Lithuanians and Latvians. Yes, so all the do. Irish men were like, Oh, they're stunning because they were like they shagged all the Irish women or couldn't shag any Irish women so it was fresh meat so they had to programme themselves into saying all of them some of them were but mm. not all of them mm. there was a few babushkas yeah. and then it got to like when Brazilians are coming into the country oh Brazilian women are fantastic and it's all you know carnival and they're all doing the yeah. fucking shaking the arse which is not happening do you but know what lie they tell themselves it's very attractive what? When a woman cannot speak your language, <laughs> mutes. Therefore, well, kinda. Therefore, yeah. they they appear to be very placid. Yeah, and they love your jokes. They don't give out. They laugh because then, when you're nervous and you don't know what someone's saying, the best thing to do is just to giggle. So yeah. Irish men think, oh, they're those girls are really funny because they get my jokes. And they go, "This is the girl for me." Yeah, and they're the best looking. So they go out with Elena or Pilar or Natuka or Renata or Renata and then or Svetlana or Svetlana and then a year or two down the line the English is a lot better and it all goes tits up Svetlana starts laying down the law green card in giving out up yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we're aligning so we're lying in. yeah so we go straight into a, a bit of a montage of beautiful women and men looking at the women as they pass them on the street. And then we cut to Carrie, who's walking down the street with Big, who is he's checking out a woman. He's ogling another woman. He's ogling. But the woman is at a fruit stand looking at apples. Maybe he's looking at the fruit. Going, I oh. think he's looking at her apples, Mary. Oh. Oh. No, he's not looking at the fruit. He's going to fancy a bit of fruit. He is looking at the woman. Yes, he's looking at and the pretty girl. You see, I presume, you know, she's telling, she's introducing this plot mm. that Big might be looking at other women. Mm-hmm. And if this is the first time he's done it, do you do you say anything on the first time or do you give him a pass? Yeah, I'm a bit conflicted about this one. Um, it's obviously a theme that's going to run through the entire episode. Um, I, I mean, people don't stop having eyes. Yeah, because you have to avert your eyes. But then, do, do you have to rubberneck to such a huge degree in the presence of your partner? Look, if he did it once and she said it to him, he could get away with it. Say, I was looking at those apples. Mary Foddy would have been vacated. <laughs> oh, where are you? I thought so. I was just checking. Yeah. Um, but once is enough. I can control myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you can... Stop, prevent yourself from whipping your dick out and masturbating. You can avert your gaze. Yeah. Okay. Gaze as in G-A-Z-E. <laughs> Not being homophobic. Yeah. Okay. So I let him away with it once. Okay. And she does. And she does. Okay. And she's not thrilled, but she lets, them, lets it pass. So we cut then to Carrie and Samantha having a walk. And Carrie has obviously informed Samantha of what's happening. And Sam says, if that's your biggest problem, you're lucky. Um, but then, like, if there was actually no problem, Carrie would find a problem. Absolutely. I don't really mm. agree with Samantha on this one. No. Um, I think she lets kind of, I think she lets men away with murder. Probably because she doesn't really rate them. It's just she like, just doesn't care. like she, and she's got so much self-esteem mm. that probably in her world, she's like, well, they're always going to look at me. And she's mm. probably looked at a lot. Mm. So I think she's just got so, she's so secure in herself. It probably doesn't bother her. Yeah. And she, she feels that they're sort of base creatures. That's what, yeah, that's what I was going to say. They just operate they're on just instinct. not able. Yeah, yeah. God love them. Which is not ideal, really. <clears throat> you know, because 
they are adult humans. Um, mm. Carrie, by the way, is pretending to eat a pretzel. Yes, and Sam says something about, um, you know, looking at other women is just, it's a primal thing. It's like, mm. for, for men, it's just like farting. Carrie pretends to be disgusted. <laughs> she does. wasn't so long ago now, Miss <laughs> Bradshaw. See, she's she's overdoing the disgust. Yeah. She knows. She knows. The lady doth protest too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She knows that You're she... lucky to be walking beside Big. She's the one who does the little poot toots. And Big's sake. present. Yeah. He doesn't let rip. He's, no, he's so forgiving. And he's, yeah, exactly. He doesn't. No. Never once have I heard him. No. No. Um, Carrie says he should be able to stop. He should be able to stop looking. Sam says, not possible. You can't change him. You can't change a man. And Carrie's like, ah, oh, I just want to try. I don't want big changes, just alterations. Samantha says, be careful with alterations. If you pull the wrong thing, everything falls apart. Wise. They pull the wrong thing. Does she say string? I think string. So. Like, <laughs> I've written thing pull and the wrong as I was reading really? it, I, I realised it. It's <laughs> well, you probably said it really string. well, but then I was like, what? Yeah, it didn't make Pull any the sense. wrong string. Samantha's wise. I agree with her, but I do think Big should stop looking at other women. What would you do? You're um, Harry. I would just say to him, if the second time I go, listen, I don't feel comfortable. Hmm. And you can do what you want. I'm not asking you to change. But when you're in my company and you're looking at another woman, I'm going to go. You'd be like, I'd be like, hey, taxi. No, I, just, I would just actually be nice. But I just go, listen, I just noticed you're looking at her. It's really offensive to me. Mm. And I'm not asking you to marry me. I'm not asking you to give me your house keys, which she does later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. And you wouldn't like it if I was leering at other men. Mm. Maybe he wouldn't give a shit. I don't know. I'd say he'd be like, look away. Yeah. Or like, look, as in, keep looking. But that to me would just show that he doesn't give a shit. I just don't think they're well matched. What about the idea of you can look at the menu, but you can't order? No, I just think it's really fucking rude. Yeah. It's really rude. What if? I know it's going to happen to me one day, but I'll deal with it then. You were out with your other half and Beyonce walks past. Yeah, but that's like, oh my God, it's Beyonce. Yeah, I'd be looking okay. at it's Beyonce. Yeah. But um, no, I'd be really offended. Mm. They just have to pretend. Relationships are about pretense. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, will you build on a foundation of lies <laughs> and deception? Like, act. If I ever get married, <laughs> will you give the speech? Absolutely. This relationship is built on lies. <laughs> it's a deception. Damnable lies. <laughs> I believe years of happiness. There you go. That's that's my two cents. I love it. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. So meanwhile, off to the B plot we go. Um, Miranda is fast asleep on her sofa in her apartment, and we learn that it is in fact the middle of the night. And Steve arrives at the door because Steve is a barman, and I presume she invited him. Indeed. Come and over. I presume she knows he's a barman because when they met, he was behind the bar serving her drinks. She said, come over after work. Yeah. No problem. The dating schedule is killing her. Dating a barman. Tough going. Oh, must be awful. He arrives in and <laughs> he arrives in and for some reason kisses her foot. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's one of the most graphic scenes. It's so unnecessary. It's gratuitous. It's revolting. It should come with a fucking warning. Yeah. Ugh, now, listener, sorry. he doesn't just march in, bend over and kiss her foot. Very <laughs> gay. He sits on the sofa, her feet are on his lap, he rubs her feet, then leans over and gives one of her feet a little peck. One of her little tootsies. Now, I think I would find that quite disconcerting if I, I, if I was in her very... shoes. Mm. Um, I just find, I find it repellent. Sorry. Did you puke? No, I didn't puke, but I just went a bit... Uh, I didn't like it. I just don't like... I don't like feet at the fucking best, best of times. times. Yeah. So he's rattling on about work. and It's it's really late, by the way. Um, He thought they'd finish at two and then a gang came in and blah, blah, blah. So it's well after two. It must be three or four. And she falls asleep. 
Um, and he's like, ah, she's so cute. She's a miserable old bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she is. Now, it would be tricky. But it's the beginning of the relationship. The The only thing to do, I think, in that situation is to go, okay, so he's finishing work at, say, two, right? Go to fucking bed at eight o'clock. Mm. Set your alarm for 2 a.m., get up and get freshened up and be ready. You see, I'm fine. You see, if you can come in and wake me in the middle of my sleep and I'm not going to get ratty. Oh, my God. Honestly, I don't. You're a miracle I'd... person. I have a lot of flaws, Mary. I keep them to myself. Um, <laughs> see, I'm such a good actress. Lies and deception. But I honestly, it doesn't bother me if someone wakes me up in the middle of the night. Mm. It doesn't fucking bother me, especially if I know this person's coming in late. And they're coming in to ride me. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't have an issue. Mm. Um. And she knew this was happening. And red flag, Steve, if she's going to get antsy now at the beginning of the relationship, it's going to end in tears. Shay Diaz. And they all lived happily ever after forever. Brody. Like, oh, you should have run a mile. Yeah. But she is very fucking antsy. So obviously they fall asleep. They don't have sex. Yeah. And the conflicting schedules are a problem. The next morning. Yeah. Her alarm goes off at seven. And I think they start riding. But yes. he, her alarm goes off because she has to go to work. But he doesn't give out. No. He's not like, turn the fucking alarm off. I know it's her house, but you know. So yeah, he's but he's also like, oh, don't go. And they ride. And like, she's going to be late for work. Yeah, but I'm just calling sick. Yeah. He didn't tell the group that came in at 2am I have to... True. Get back to my girlfriend. But it's not like... I just I just think this was obvious. Either do it when he comes in really quickly hmm. or just ex- set your alarm a bit earlier and do yeah. it. Because what's the point in him coming over? For someone like Miranda, like I wouldn't care. I'd be late for work or it would have happened the not- that night when he came in. I wouldn't, go- wouldn't have been upset. But because I presume she's a Capricorn, I'm presuming she's a Capricorn, <laughs> she just doesn't like any upset in her routine. Yeah. Could be Taurus as well. Could be Virgo. She's a fucking earth sign. That's what she is. Yeah, maybe she's But Virgos are more mutable. Yeah. 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 (laughs) You see, Mary agrees. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think she's Capricorn. So I think she should have scheduled it better. I'm either going to do it in the middle of the night or set my alarm early and do it. Yeah. Yeah. She could have set her alarm for six. 6.42. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 6.45, yeah. So anyway, but he doesn't give out a better alarm. He's accepting of it. Yeah, Steve's very accepting. I'm starting to like Steve. Like, not sexually, but as a friend. As a, I really admire him as a person. I think he's very kind. He's lovely. He's the most godly of all. Is he? Him and Magda. Aww. Anyway. Miranda doesn't deserve these people in her no, life. does not. Do you think that if Steve and Miranda had been able to see into the future and see Brady... And Louisa in their kitchen, acting the maggot, that they would have just said, let's just not have sex. Probably. Or when she was at that clinic, she would carry. And if she, they were like, oh, look, we'll just show you what's going to happen. Because I know we're all, we all know you're kind of sitting on the fence about this and just show her. She'd be marching into that fucking abortion room. Give me the needle. Goodbye forever, Brady. See ya. There wouldn't have been any issue. No. Oh well, foresight. Well, here we are. Bruce, foresight. <laughs> Nothing's come out about him yet, has it? Oh, stop, don't. Oh, stop, I'm just watching I Daily can't. Mail online every fucking day. One of these days. Stop. Okay, so we cut to Charlotte, who is smooching Mike, who we hear is a cute but feared restaurant critic. When Charlotte's um, bows are introduced, we always hear their profession. Why? Because <laughs> she wants a high flyer. Yeah. But I why, don't think, what's the, I thought something was going to, I thought, I forgot who he was. And then I was like, oh, is it something to do with food? Or is he going to be like rating her like he rates restaurants? There was a bit of a nod to that. He said she was a five. Yeah. Five, five whisk was his. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know what. The it didn't f- go anywhere. It didn't go anywhere. It could have gone further, writers. And I'm not sure if restaurant critic is a high flyer enough for Charlotte. Mm. Well, maybe. It depends what he, who he's writing for. And he probably gets, obviously he gets free food. And Shikari's obviously a millionaire. She only writes one article a week. Exactly, so he's probably a billionaire. 
So Charlotte suggests that they have a ride and she receives an unexpected surprise. What is it, Vanessa? He is uncircumcised. She is shocked. Now, is this shocking? You see, we're not American. Yeah. This is the problem, American listeners. This is the norm. It is the fucking norm, Bates. Like, there's, there is most men. It's the human bloody body. Yeah, like, but like most men yeah. on this side of the world are... No, I shouldn't say that because I'll be fucking cancelled. Right, most Europeans are uncircumcised. I know it's what's done in Islamic faith. Yes. Judaism. Mm-hmm. But most people on this side of the pond aren't. Aren't. Unless they maybe had a, a medical reason. Yeah. So I, it, it, but I think most people in the, in the States are circumcised. And is, why is it? I think it's cleaner. I think oh. it's also. Let's wash it. Let's wash it. Let's wash it. Mary says wash our dicks. Um, just wash just it. Just wash it, right? Like what different, <coughs> like I, I just, you know, kind of. I think it's supposed to be, it looks cleaner or it is cleaner. And then I think you're less likely to get an STI as well. Okay, well... I don't know, I'm not a doctor. It's not something I've ever... But wh- American women have freaked out about it. Like, the yeah. fact that there's a whole fucking show devoted to it in Sex and City, like... Yeah. Like, so. either way. <coughs> either or. Either. See, we don't even notice, like... Couldn't give a shite. Couldn't give a shite. Couldn't give a shite, just wash it. Just wash it, dick, like... Um, so poor Charlotte's traumatised. So much so that Imagine, like, you're, like, an Irish boy watching this. Whether you're gay, fucking straight or whatever. Watching this in the 90s, just going, I'm a freak. Yeah, there's something wrong with my willy. Yeah. And then run up to the bathroom with a fucking Swiss army knife. <laughs> Do you know well, what I mean? You never know. I'm sure it happens. You never know. if somebody's... This episode should have come with a trigger warning. But anyway. Yeah, well, sorry, lads, if you have a foreskin. I don't think um, the writers were thinking about. And if you don't, it's fine too. Irish lads and their little Irish lads. Uh, yeah, poor little Irish fellas. <coughs> like um, Samantha's um, hotel or apartment porter boyfriend. Oh, yes. I just Hello, miss, miss the Anna. old country. <laughs> I'm very lonely, miss. And Samantha, I'm sure, discovered he was uncircumcised. He's one of her five. Oh, we'll learn that later. Spoiler oh, alert. Yeah. yeah. Uh. So anyway, Charlotte is so shook that she, this is her topic du jour at brunch the next day. Um, and she tells her friends there was so much skin, it was like a Sharpay. Oh, cute. I did not know what this was. The little doggies. And I looked it up and I was like, oh, they're so, so cute. I had the joy of the Google results for you see, the lovely Sharpay. Always learning. Little wrinkly yeah. doggy. They're so cute. Yeah. So that should be a question we ask our listeners. We might put it up on the old gram. Yeah. Do you rather a Sharpay or a Dachshund? <laughs> a little viner, viner. Yeah, do it. Okay. Sausage dog. We'll we'll make a poll. Sarah Kyo, can you do that poll for us? Thank you. Thank you, madam. Uh she's very bothered. Um Sam says it doesn't matter, so does Miranda. Um Charlotte says I don't want one that can make its own carrying case. I'd love one that can make its own yeah. <laughs> be mesmerized if we could do that. <laughs> bring make it bring it to the circus. Imagine. Sam says she loves an uncut willy. It's like a Tootsie Pop. Hard on the outside with a delicious surprise on the inside. I love her. Um, Carrie gives us the public service announcement that it is normal and 85% of men are Now Carrie, I wouldn't go by your fucking statistics that you pluck out your fucking arse. I'm sorry. Just made it no, up. just made that up and they're all like, oh, thanks. Um, Charlotte says, he's a nice waspy guy. What? Like, he's, yeah, okay. What went wrong? And Sam, we learn, has had five uncircumcised gentlemen in her life. I can't believe this is a thing. And uh, somebody says, out of how many? And Carrie says, infinity. Bitch. Yeah. So another dig at poor Sam. Okay, so we leave them there bemoaning poor Mike's foreskin. Mike's Mickey. Um, Carrie and Big are having dinner in a restaurant and he eyeballs the waitress who then comes over and tells him that he cannot smoke his cigar. Now back then you could smoke in some restaurants. Yes. 
So it was bars. smoking in the restaurant was. So she's a bit of a fucking cunt. Was sorry. It, oh, sorry. Okay. Well, look, it was called for. Do you want to cut it out? Do you? Maybe I'll learn from my humiliation. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, maybe she needs to hear me, so I'll hear that I've done it again. Okay, so, so you need to get in trouble. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, you could. Obviously, there were places that had no smoking policy or no smoking areas. Oh, yeah, because he bangs on again about this. Okay, sorry, go on. But uh, he charms his way out of it anyway, and he's kind of flirting with the waitress, and... Then he, uh, she's like, oh, well, I don't mind. But all these other customers maybe might mind. And he goes around to all the five other people in the restaurant and is like, oh, can I smoke? And he's so, like, I, I know you said charm. He's insufferable. Put, he's absolutely obnoxious. Obnoxious. Now, I will say this for Carrie, and she may get a few points knocked off the gig bagometer. Oh, she agrees. She agrees with us. Yeah. Like, for, for a moment, because I had forgotten this episode, I thought she was going to go, and then I just realised, how could I ever doubt this man? Or mm. how could I ever live up to this charisma? Or, you know, there's just something about how smooth, you know, this shite. And she didn't. She's mortified. And she thinks he's a gobshite. Yeah. He comes across as an absolute dick. Just go outside, you dickhead. But like, even what he's saying to the, the patrons of the restaurant. I've, I've only got a day to live. And this is my parole officer. Like, it's pathetic. It's not even funny. It's not charming. It's not witty. I just go, yeah, smoke your fucking cigar, but like, get out of my face. But the strangers are all grinning away. Oh my God, him. they're just mesmerized yeah. by his charm. And he comes back and sits down and she says, you are arrogant. And mm-hmm. he says, well, I thought that's what you liked about me. And frankly, it is. But she does start to wonder, is he too annoying? To He's very with? annoying. He's very annoying tonight. And just as she's wondering, is he too much of a pain in the hole to go out with anymore? He checks out yet another woman. And she kind of has ha- she's had enough and she goes oh and she tries to give out about it but she doesn't she can't because she doesn't want to be that woman yeah that says I don't like what you're doing yeah exactly because she doesn't want to be the hysteric she wants to be cool girl I'm going to put up with your shit because I'm fine with it but you're not like what's the point in pretending like if you're not cool although you said a relationship is based on lies if you're not cool, girl, just don't be cool, girl. But what I be like, yeah. do you know what? You're a fucking pain in the hole. You're annoying me now. You better cop on, or I'm out of here. But yeah, exactly. In this case, she's not happy. She's up to ninety about it. Mm. She's she has anxiety about it. Mm-hmm. So that's not what I mean. I just this is when she has to go. Because she doesn't like this. Yeah. But because she's trying to be cool, girl. Yeah. She's thinking, oh my god, I'm, he's going to judge me. He's going to think I'm annoying. Mm. Even though you could never be as annoying. As he was in the restaurant. Oh, he was horrific. It's embarrassing, actually. Yeah. So she doesn't give out about him yet again, rubbernecking and looking at another woman. She says, I hate the cigar. And Is she not smoking at this stage? Did she get Yeah, because we cut then to her smoking at her apartment window. So why isn't she smoking in front of him? Uh, interesting. Doesn't matter. No. Just a little observation. Um, so she's smoking in her window and she's opining that New York is all about change. New Yorkers change their politics and their haircuts and even their friends. Why was it so hard for Big to change? And the big question of this episode, can you change a man? And then we get a stupid montage which we're not going to talk about because you no. promised. So, can you change a man? The only time you can change a man is when they're absolutely obsessed with you. Okay. Okay. If they're 50-50 or if you like them more than they like you, they're just banging you. That's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or they're using you for something. But they have to be obsessed with you. Okay. Okay. Someone like Big. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fairness to Big, she hasn't asked him to change. At this stage. Because she's refusing to be honest with him. Exactly. And he probably does this all the time with girlfriends. And the type of girl that he's with. They don't ask him to stop looking at other women. They're just so happy to be in his company. And they're afraid to rock the boat. Like Carrie. And they're afraid to be to come across as hysterical. And yeah. demanding. And you know nagging. And that's the thing. That's how men get away with stuff. Because he'll just go to his Rolodex. And 
Yeah, get Daphne. Ring, Amanda, or Michelle. Or Svetlana. Yeah. Svetlana. Um, what do you think? Well, I think if you... You're Virgo, you go, I agree. I agree. No, I think that if you want to be in a relationship with somebody, why would you want them to change? So if you want them to change significantly, then maybe you're just not compatible. Well, the thing is, there's kind of um, levels of change. Yeah. Okay. So okay. with a small thing, uh, that kind of annoys me. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like I looking expect... at other women, it's not like you know she's asking him, "Listen, don't go for a piss when you when you're bursting." Yeah. Okay. He doesn't have to. It's not this oh, primal urge. I have to look at another woman. He doesn't have to. Okay? No. He can change that. Yeah. You can, and I think in a relationship you can talk to each other. Yeah. And say, look. You know, we're together now. The way you did something when you were just on your own, well, that's not going to work for me. Yeah, I think there's definitely give and take. But the thing is, things, let's say he has a laugh that was like really funny when mm. you first met him. Like he laughed like a seal and it was kind of cute. But she probably wouldn't like it when, you know, year three and she hears that laugh. She's going to find it annoying. At the yeah. end of the day, we're all just going to find each other annoying the more time we spend with each other, yeah. unless we have lots of breaks. And yeah. But I just think those sort of things which are unnecessary, like looking at other women, it's gotta you go. can change. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm trying to change. I'm trying not to say the C word and I haven't done it for a while. And I did it there. Uh, you're allowed to. Put maybe one. Yeah. Every five episodes. But I didn't mean to. Okay. And I recognised I'd done wrong. Anyway. We can all evolve. <laughs> oh. Excuse me. <laughs> right Charlotte and, and Mickey okay Charlotte is about to discover that some men can change she has been on a date with Mike and they're outside her apartment and Mike wants to go upstairs but Charlotte's like nah he knows why she because he lives in America She he knows she doesn't like his willy he says you're not the first woman to have such a reaction and he informs her that he's decided to get circumcised. And she's like, you can do that? Yeah, obviously. Well, like, what the fuck? Does she think only children can have their foreskins? But also, like, if she's only removed. But I don't understand. Like, she obviously doesn't like it. That's fine. It's not her thing, right? Yeah. So why is she going on another date with him? Yeah, why did she go on the date? Hmm. To be polite, you know, Charlotte. Uh. I don't know. She'd be like, oh, I slept with him, so I better go on another date, so I'm not a whore. Maybe. Yeah. It's just, but like, she's just wasting his time, especially if she wasn't going to go, listen, I think you should get the snip. Yeah. But she didn't think it was possible. Do you know what he needs to do? He needs to get the ship, not the snip, and come over to Ireland. Oh. And everyone be jumping on his uncircumcised willy, his they fucking dachshund. Turtleneck. Yeah, we'd have been all like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would. Honestly, Jesus, poor fucking Mike. Swimming and Fanny. Yeah. Um, she's thrilled at this romantic gesture. Very um, romantic. Yeah. I'm going to have a really painful and unnecessary procedure. It's so mean, though. It's like it's someone ridiculous. saying, "Oh, you're you're." fucking vagina is just too wide and cavernous oh, to God, like. and then you're like oh I've been told this before and I'm yeah. going to go and get it tightened I'm going to go and get a vagina lift oh you can do that can you oh. so I don't know I just think it's mean yeah but Charlotte does not agree No, she is over the moon so then we cut off to Miranda off. we do what <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking we cut off <laughs> yeah oh to Miranda and she's having morning delight with Steve it's your favourite thing Vanessa Miranda sex scenes can't yeah. uh, the foot thing put me over the fucking edge <laughs> more of this shit so they've had a ride and she goes to get up and Steve's like oh don't get up it's Saturday like it's fucking Saturday like she doesn't have to go to work I hate people who get up early on Saturday when they don't have to go to work. I can't fucking stand it. I'm sorry. But she doesn't even kind of give him 
a minute. Do you know, like they've they've she just fucking rolls over finished, and she, and she stands up. And why is like, she? Why is she dressed like Wendy from Peter Pan? <laughs> and this fucking flowing nightgown. I know yeah. it was like 1998 or something. Where does she have on, actually? She's probably like, Sarah Jessica was probably like, oh, I have it in my contract that I just wear a bra. And she'd be like, oh, I'll just wear Wendy's nightdress. There you go. Um, um, do we ever see Charlotte's tits? Hmm. I think we do. I think I have an image of them right now. Are they kind of pointy, like ski slopey? I know we'd know Samantha. Uh, the what only one I can uh, picture in my head is with, with Trey and, and it's kind of from the back. Oh, doggy. Yeah. No, she's on top of him, but we're, we're behind them. Behind her. Bunny's oh. view. Bunny, bunny's hair. <laughs> yeah. With a caviar. Mm, mm. Trey. Mm. Um, so anyway, Miranda's not down for a cuddle, which is frankly bizarre. Steve wants a nice cuddle. She hates it. And she's like, oh, Saturday's my day to do my spinning and dry cleaning and blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, she gives in. She hops back in for a cuddle. But begrudgingly, there's nothing worse than having to cuddle like a fucking dead fish. Yeah. But then we hear a narration from Carrie. 12 hours later, he went to work. So were they cuddling for 12 hours? Like, that seems extreme. That's kind of from, from one extreme to the other. Mm. Seems a bit much. No, but I would do that. I would stay in the bed for a week. Chatting. Chatting. Yeah. No, but I'd watch TV and stuff and go to the toilet. But like, I'm happy to stay in bed. I'd with happily be bedridden. With your partner or just in general? I don't care. You don't care? Yeah. I don't care. I I'd, 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 I want to be one of those, you know, you know, when Victorian times where they'd get a fever because they were out in the rain and then they'd be brought to some oh, neighbour's yeah. house like yeah. for a few months. Be a nice big four poster bed. You must take to the bed. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, yes, no problem. I'll be in there. <laughs> yeah, you must take, no problem. I'm there. I'm there. I'll, I'll, I'll fluff my own pillow, thanks. <laughs> we'll send for your things. No, 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 it's fine. Leave me. I'm fine. Yeah, you coughed a little bit there earlier. You might have to get oh, into oh my, my bed. Oh, God, a dream come true. <laughs> and just people bringing me things. Uh, Is she better? I bet, no, no, I'm not. Uh, I'd mind if you weren't well. You leave me alone. I don't mind. Honestly, yeah. just I'd love to be bedridden. Do you know what's going to happen to me? I'm going to walk outside now and get knocked over. No. And I'm oh, going to be a paraplegic. Okay. I, bl- and... I just bless myself. Yeah. There Stop you it. No, you're not. I, okay. It's a joke. I just like my You bed. mean bedridden with a temporary illness. Ably bodied bedridden yeah. is what I'd like. Okay. With a bit just of a being slight. Just all cosy in the bed. Cold. Yeah. Right. So... Around the same time as Steve went to work, the girls are at a bar. They're doing drag bingo. And Miranda is complaining about Steve because... She's a bitch. Like, he's perfect. He's the perfect Listen, boyfriend. And she's really complaining nice. about him. She likes him, but the morning thing is killing her. What do you think, Vanessa? You know, if, if you were dating somebody who was not on your schedule and you had to kind of make do with the morning or whatever. My schedule's a mess. I'm looking for any excuse not to go to work, not to get out of bed, not to do anything. So I'm happy for someone to go, let's call in sick. Let's not do this. Let's just chill. Mm. Let's close out the world. I'm happy for that. But I'm also very mutable. What if you were a high-powered city lawyer? I'm fucking not. No, but Miranda prob- is. Yeah, that's the problem. And I just yeah. don't get her because we're just a million miles apart. Mm. But she's just a big fucking moan and she's a miserable owl cow. Yeah, she is. And Charlotte is like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. And then Carrie um, makes about her and Big, very surprisingly. Oh, yeah. I was shocked by that. Big won't even spend the night at my place, she says. I don't think anyone even addresses it. They're just like, oh, fuck <laughs> off. Like... <laughs> We know he lives in a fucking penthouse. Like, be grateful. Why would he want to yeah, s- fucking like spend his... the night in your little apartment? I'd kill for her apartment, but but his this... gaff is way better. It's, go- it's a hotel, practically it's way better. Oh and you've got Raoul at your disposal. Oh, anyway. I'll stop Carrie. Like, um, Miranda's just going on and on about missing errands. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Oh no, I'm at this. I have this brand new relationship with this lovely guy but I'm missing doing my errands but like does she do a big you know Christmas shop on a fucking Saturday she like does a, a big grocery shop for the week she said I just nip in and out yeah. on a Monday a Tuesday yeah. cut your bits it's grand but the thing is Steve wants to do things with her it's not like you know he's not available and then is expecting her <laughs> just to be available for him mm. 
Well, he didn't want to go, go and do a dry cleaning. Who wants to do that? Not Steve. <coughs> Nobody wants to do that. Or do mm. it later, Miranda. Or do it on laundry day. Do you have to take to the bed? You just coughed. I know. Oh, please God. <laughs> please God. I'll send for your things. Lovely. Um, Big deal. Uh. <laughs> you can't do that in my bed. Oh my God. You'll shock the poor cat. It's all about you. Yeah. You're not a true friend. No. I said I'd fish that diaphragm out your fanny. Look, whatever makes you happy. Um, Carrie wonders why the woman has to change and never the guy. And Charlotte says, well, it's because we're more adaptable. No, it's all a load of bollocks. Yes. Some men will change if they really, really like the woman. And then uh, women will change if they really, really like the man. And it could be like, it could be a personal thing of like, do you know, I need to change my life. You know, yeah. to, I was this kind of like rapscallion man about town now I'm in a relationship yeah. I want to change I want to be a different person like or more settled um, Sam's not really listening and just says she loves morning sex which is great and nice but uh, I do think that Steve is wanting to do nice things with her mm. so it's it's kind of like he's not he wants her to change so they can do nice things yeah. it's not like oh, you're so fucking annoying, Miranda, or I yeah. have to go to work. He's just more chill yeah. and loving. Mm. So he's like, we're both off. Let's, like, they're both, they were both off that Saturday. I'm getting really into this, but... Yeah, like, let's do stuff together. schedules, like... But he has to go to work that night, so it's yeah. not like he's saying, they, they had listen, a, the, I have to go to sleep. He's prepared to stay up with her and watch shite on TV mm-hmm. and whatever they're doing. And ride. Yeah, so, like, he has, yeah. like, in a way, his day is starting... At seven Which in the evening. A barman wouldn't be up at seven <coughs> o'clock in the morning. He'd be yeah, just be in bed cozy. until... It's yeah. only the beginning. It's all going to go tits up. I know it'll be all wonderful. Um, Charlotte, of course, suggests that they should have a schedule. Um, which is very Charlotte. Um, but she also then moves on to tell the girls that Mike is going to get circumcised. And they're all delighted for her. And then we meet... So happy. Brad... Brad Mikulski. I wonder if he's circumcised. Well, he's probably, probably. more than circumcised now. Yeah. So the dra- one of the drag queens walks by and recognises Samantha and it appears that um, Samantha once rode Brad uh, who now has styled himself on Sam. Now, uh, Samantha says, how are the kids? And I think Jake is in college. And how does she know he had kids? Yeah. <laughs> Why did they talk about that? But uh, Carrie's like, Jake has two mommies, like really snidely. So I think this is one of those moments that has dated. I don't think that mm. this would fly now. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Brad tells Samantha. Oh, and Brad's uh, stage name is Samantha. I think that's really that's nice. Lovely. Yeah. Now Samantha, obviously, they'd no storyline for her in this episode. No. Yeah. And I actually wrote down it's a crap storyline, but it could have been a good storyline. And it doesn't go anywhere. It I goes wonder, nowhere. Do you think maybe they wrote something else and yeah. and didn't have room for it in this episode because? Yeah, but why did they put in that fucking montage? Oh, stop. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. I think yeah, it had possibility. I would have yeah. liked to have seen the storyline. Yeah, a bit more from Brad. Um, Samantha says I'm so much prettier than him because he's a fucking bloke dressed up yeah two hours later we learn that Big is half an hour late to meet Carrie at his apartment she hates waiting and she's cross when he gets there and she's given out and he tries to kind of schmooze her and says well you could have waited there's a cafe around the corner you could have waited there then she lands it on him big style Big style. Big style. (laughs) (laughs) If you gave me a key, or you could stay at my place. Stop fishing for a key. And he's, uh, he doesn't even acknowledge the fact that she's asked for a key. He's just like, ooh, I like my own bed. Yeah, so she's looking for a key and he doesn't give it any airtime. And he convinces her to stay. She's going to storm off, but he convinces her to stay. She always storms off. She always look, I'm going to go. And then she kind of like, this little sidestep and wait for him to go to bedroom. That night, we learn, they didn't ride. Mm. And then uh, she's wondering, was this enough? Like, it's 
normal. But anyway, at three o'clock in the morning, he rolls over and pushes her out of the bed, right out of the bed, onto the floor dramatically. When she wakes up, they all wake up and she goes mad and clocks him in the face. Like she actually punches him. She actually punched him in the face. And that's fine if like she was still asleep. Mm. Like I would do that. Mm. But she was awake. Mm. Like it's actual domestic violence. She actually punched him in the face. And he understandably actually is raging and storms off to the couch. But he kind of is like still kind of cool about it. Yeah. He could have punched her fucking back. He could have just said he was still asleep. Oh, he's old school. I'd don't fucking knock her out. <laughs> I actually know you would. I would. Because I've witnessed your... <laughs> anyway, we've moved on. We've all okay. changed. Yeah. Okay. We can change a woman. <laughs> Once in a blue moon. Um, right, so at four o'clock in the morning, she says, I couldn't sleep. And at four o'clock in the morning, I decided that neither could I. Now... She's I so, so don't rich. know if I know a huge amount about men, but I know I think I know a little bit. And what she does is she goes and stands over him with an ice pack that that drips onto his face at four o'clock in the morning. Now, anybody I know would be like, "What are you actually doing?" And, and go not just insane men. and go, "Let me sleep." No, not and just me men. and also me as a human. And I'm quite like, relaxed as we've established about sleeping, but someone has punched me in the fucking face. And then you wake up with ice cold water dripping. But onto it's your not face. even that she puts the ice pack on his nose or his eye or wherever she boxed him. Yeah. Like she's just standing over there, like fucking the Conjuring, like. <laughs> yeah. The fucking grudge, and he just looks up, and she's there with his ice pack of dripping water. Yeah, and it's then dripping onto his face. He wakes up, and he's like, "What the hell is happening?" And she's like, "I got an ice pack for your little face." And he's like, "Okay." And then she starts this monologue. He's actually a very nice man, I have to say. He's very understanding. Next week, you're saying he's a prick. I know, but just we have to take these moments as they come. Yeah, I just acknowledge well, he's them. Very patient here, I must say. Oh, Jesus, this yoke is up like the wreck of the Hesperus. The cat is awake, everybody. It's the cat. Who's um, your fella? <laughs> um, right, so she starts her monologue and with, okay, I, I know I've lost a little bit of my power here. Well, you have now. You have, you're psychotic. Well, certainly by saying, by saying, I know I've lost a little bit of my power, like you're literally putting all Every, of your cards yeah. on the table. Okay. 100%. So she goes from not being able to say a word to not being able to stop herself from saying every fucking thought in her head. Um, the other night wasn't just about the cigar, she explains to Big. And then it all comes out. She hates that he looks at other women. She hates That's that fine. He, you should have said that in the, in the restaurant or at the fruit stand. She hates that uh, he won't give her a key. She hates that um, he won't spend the night at her house and there isn't even room for her in his bed. Uh, I never say it. And now I've punched you, so I have to say it. What are you talking about? It doesn't make any sense. I feel like I'm back in your life and nothing's changed. And then she waffles on about, I know you can't change a man, but I want something Especially to a man like you. Yeah. She says, I want something to change a little bit. Like, just yeah. look, she probably doesn't want him to change because she thinks he's like fucking Cary Grant. He's perfect. He's amazing. Yeah. He's, you know, smooth. He is just, you know, old school gentleman. Fabulous. Mm. Mm. but why don't you just leave it at look I, I do want a key because you're always late and I'm sick of sitting in this lobby okay yeah. I'd like a key so I can let myself in yeah. so I don't have to wait for you because you just keep you're, you're, you're late a lot of the time mm-hmm. so maybe stop being late or give me a key and stop looking at other women very simple yeah. it doesn't have to be this big drama and she's almost apologising for having these thoughts and also it's not a conversation no, it's a monologue. It's a monologue. It's like her fucking, it's her column. It's like she's just reading her column yeah. to him. God love him. And then she says, I'm sure, I'm sure there are things you don't like about me. <laughs> what could they be, Carrie? No, oh no. Lol. Good job she's not in this room. <laughs> Imagine. She never will be now. But he won't take the bait. And he says, no, I'm not falling for that one. And she says, I'm going to go. And I thought she meant she was going to leave. And I was like, why isn't he stopping her? But she just goes back into the bedroom. I thought she went home. No, she just went back into the bedroom. Are you sure? 
Well, she said, I'm going to go. And he didn't stop her. And then well, we, just see her, left. we just see her walk back into the bedroom. Yeah, but I don't think she's getting her stuff. Oh, maybe. Like, we don't have to see her, like, fucking, you know, put on her clothes and Why do her makeup and take a piss. Because she's just said enough and she's embarrassed. She's going to sleep. And she has to make it up. into a drama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Carrie's had her say after a fashion. Um, the next night, Mike has had his operation and he and Charlotte go for a drink and they're on the way home and he needs to heal so there'll be no action but they're both horny and they start to smooch and he doubles over in pain because he's got a boner and that apparently is painful after a circumcision and we learn that he'll be out of action for a week it was beautifully read, Mary. And there we leave Charlotte and Mike. I shall say nothing. It's perfect. Okay. Like his new dick. Um, oh, then off we go to Miranda. And she is awake. She's in her apartment. And she's, and she's all sexy Miranda. My favourite version of Miranda. Yeah, she's ready for seduction. She's ready for action. And she's got her purple nighty and candles at the ready. And Steve lands in and is delighted that she's had five coffees. Uh, but he falls asleep. And she goes mad. She actually goes mental. She's horrible. She, she goes mad. She fucking kicks him out. Yeah. She kicks horrible. him out. She kicks him out. Like, where does he live? Like, like does, he has to go and get a taxi. He's probably got a taxi from the bar to her house. She's it's a fucking of, bitch. Yeah. She's like, look, I actually want to lie in tomorrow and you're driving me mad. And kicks him out, basically. And he says she's neurotic and off he goes. And she's not thrilled. She says she wanted to have sex. He should have known because she's in this red flowing dressing gown that covers her new Wendy from Peter Pan night dress. <laughs> and he's like, well, look, we can have sex. I just fell asleep. Yeah. Like, you know, it's okay. And she's like, no, we can't because he's ruined the moment you missed she the had window. a window she had a fuck I'd be like oh fuck off bitch go away with your window and yeah. he is like he actually is like <coughs> but, you know, oh you had a window alright I'm out of here yeah 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 see ya so then just wash it yeah just wash it Miranda <laughs> I always think she's lots of like I always think she has hairy armpits I don't think she does I don't know if she does I always think mm. she does mm. maybe little ginger armpits Oh, she wouldn't though. She's not nat- natural change. Of the characters. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, a week later, Charlotte is in bed with Mike and unzips his manhood and decides that it is perfect. Um, and they ride, and apparently it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Which is quite nice. And they're lying in bed afterwards. She starts making plans for Saturday. What would you like to do? And he's like, uh, nah, um, I don't want this to be a thing. I can't be tied down. There's a whole new me to be shared. And she's like, what? You, you want to share your penis? And he says, yeah, I, I owe it to myself to take the doggy out for a walk around the block. Well, fair play to you because she wouldn't shag you when you had your fucking Irish penis. And apparently a load of other ones wouldn't either. So he exactly. wants to sow his wild Fuck oats. them all, Mike. Yeah. You do you. Yeah, and that's that. Um, you could take the Sharpay out of the penis, but not the dog out of the man, we hear. Mm. And that's the end of that C-plot. But I'm sorry, he she does. Like, the alternative to shagging those gorgeous women is to go with Charlotte to the Drama League benefit. <laughs> It didn't sound very attractive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd say he probably wasn't going to shag anyone. He was just like, oh, look, I'll just pretend. So a few days later, Carrie is at home and she's pining away because Big hasn't called her. So she's just staring into the middle distance, waiting for Big to call like yeah. a fucking Stepford wife. She's like just waiting to be brought to life. Yes. By Big, by Big's presence in her life. Yes. And luckily, he turns up at her door. Even better. Yeah. And he has a shiner. He has a nice big bruise on his face. God love him. It couldn't have been that long since he called. So she probably, like, it was probably the next day. Yeah. And she's there. Oh, he hasn't called me. Fuck off, Carrie. It's been about 12 hours. And she's sitting there. 
And he calls the door, which is really fucking nice. When yeah. people used to call to the door. Unannounced. But then he tricks her with his usual. He fobs her off with his usual shit. Oh, look. It's uh, such a load of shite. So he came over to tell her something. So it feels like it's a grand gesture. It feels really significant. Because it's sleight of hand, you know. Mm-hmm. He's totally tricking her. Maybe you need a key to know that I'm crazy about you, he says. So that's what he's what he's doing here is it's like hypnotism. Yeah, he's what telling she's her hearing yeah. is crazy about you. I am crazy about you, Carrie. But he actually doesn't really say it. No. He says, Maybe you need a key so to, you know I'm crazy about you. Yeah. And then I've given out like five keys and you and you never get them back. Sorry, I just be like Who so, are these women? So five other women were good enough to receive keys from you. And now that's your cut off fucking point. Yeah. Who who are these five? It's like people? Samantha and the fucking uncircumcised dicks. Yeah. Like who are these people? So I'm not good enough to receive a key. Could I be number six? I've, no, no. That was it. That was it. I've given out five keys. <clears throat> Haven't got them back. That's it. You're not getting a key. Um, maybe I hog my bed. She says, but it's my bed, and I like you in it. Which doesn't even make sense. Doesn't make sense. It's like I'm still gonna hog the bed. You're welcome to. Be in the hog Because I like you in it. Because you yeah. might suck my dick. He doesn't address the fact that he looks at other women. At all. No. Doesn't mention it. Which was the main fucking issue. Yeah. So she made a mistake there. But bringing the key and the everything else into it. Mm-hmm. Her, her biggest problem, he hasn't addressed here. No. And then he has a counter complaint. <coughs> but she finds this cute. The oranges have to go. I hate that you eat oranges in my bed. They're sticky and they make the sheets stink. Are you sure that's the oranges? Mm. Um, and she's like, oh, well, what will you give me for the oranges? And he says, oh, it's a, is it a negotiation? It's going to take some time. Well, it looks like I may have to spend the night. First of all, you weren't fucking invited to spend the night. But she's delighted. Like the whole comment about the oranges to her means he is going to keep going with this relationship. It's yes. almost like he sees a future. So, uh, you know, I want to, like us to be together. But, you know, the, that trivial orange situation is going to have to go in order for us, you know, to go to the next step. And then eventually we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. She's over the moon. Yeah. And he's over the moon. still going to look at other women. Yeah. And you're still not going to get a key. Yeah. And you can't eat oranges now. <laughs> You're worse off than if... Too shay, big. Too fucking shay. Than if you just hadn't said anything. And also, he's arrived unannounced. Like, maybe... And if, you look like shy, probably. You know, you might want to clean the fucking house. Or shave your fucking fanny. Clean the toilet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, she's delighted, though. And then we see them lying in bed. And he's reading the paper and smoking a cigar. And she's eating an orange. And in voiceover. So then they both decide we're not going to change. She says, neither of us would ever fundamentally change. But we were talking about it. And maybe that was the biggest change of all. No! (laughs) Lord God Almighty. What are you talking about? Like, my husband has been cheating on me for 10 years with five other women. Um, but the main thing is we're talking about it. He's admitted it, so we're fine. <laughs> we're having a conversation about it, so it's fine. Fine. The next day, my sheets stunk of cigars. So I changed them immediately. That's supposed to be profound. So what are we part. saying? That she keeps eating oranges. He keeps smoking cigars. cigars and he's going to keep on ogling women. And he's going to keep checking, or he's going to keep not giving her a key. Mm-hmm. So all she gets out of this is to fucking eat oranges, which was never an issue. And him in, in her bed. In her... But why But why does she want that? So he's going to stay in her house, which is a kip in comparison to his, just so that he doesn't have to give her a key. Yeah. They're the lens he's going to, not to give her that key. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Carrie. Right. Across town, 2am, Miranda is awake and Steve rings her. He's ringing her from a payphone. Does he not have a phone in the bar? Yeah. Uh, maybe he was on the way home, walking home. No, because he's, is he not, does she not say later? I don't want to spoil it to anyone, but like, uh, call, you know, come over when you're finished. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Okay, so he does. He rings her anyway and says, uh, do me a favour, go to the window and look up. And she looks up and it's a blue moon. And Steve says, it's really rare. I just wanted you to see it. And we hear that Miranda finally slowed down and gave in to Steve. But she saw the moon. She saw the blue moon. Come over, she says. And they ride that night. And they ride again in the morning. And we hear that she was an hour late for work and didn't even notice. Well, I don't think that's... No. I don't think that's ideal. Well, I don't think really. it happened, Mary. That's bullshit. Miranda would notice she's an hour Well, late. she has a, quite an important job. She needs. She really needs to not be late for work. But she, I just know Miranda and she noticed. Yeah, of course. Carrie just fucking took liberties there. Poetic license. Yeah. Now, the final line. So this is the answer to the riddle of the Sphinx. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Maybe you can't change a man. We hear Carrie say in voiceover. But once in a blue moon, you can change a woman. Are you? I don't get it. Like, who are you talking about? You talking about Miranda? Miranda. Are you talking about yourself? Miranda. Okay, so you can't change Steve, but you can change Miranda. Apparently. Is this what their column's based on? So could you change Carrie? No, she kept eating the oranges. But maybe she changed because she spoke up. She shot herself in the foot. Hmm. But why does Steve need, need to change? He doesn't Steve's great. And also you could change fucking Mike. You changed his fucking dick. <laughs> like that's huge. Big stayed over. Yeah, he did. Yeah. They all changed a little bit and then didn't change at all. What does her editor think when they like she receives this column? Do you know, she just thinks this little Phil, page 86. And she just sees buzzwords. The four know, columns. Penis, sex. Yeah. Okay. That'll do. We, we've been... That'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> oh, Carrie, you little pig. Okay. Mm. Um. Well, suddenly I realised... Mm. Suddenly I realised two things. Steve is a lovely person. Mm. I'd like to have Steve in my life. I don't know in what capacity. I just think he's a nice person to mm. be around. He's sound. He's sound. And I think we're kind of similar in our fucking vibe. Yeah. Also, suddenly I realised I would like to see more of Brad. What's his name? McCluskey? McGlutsky? Yeah. McCluskey? I would like to have seen where that went or even before. Or if maybe if he'd appeared... I'd love if Brad had been another conquest of Samantha's maybe in season one or something. Yeah, but I think Brad could fit into your previous idea of having a spin-off. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of having certain characters from Sex and the City, you know, what happened next. If anyone listening is into doing a bit of fanfic, send it in. Write us a little report. Do you? What happened to Brad Mikulski? McCloskey. I forgot McCloskey. to tell everyone about Patreon. Suddenly I realised that I need to tell everybody listening to sign up for Patreon. Mm-hmm. So if you go to patreon.com forward slash suddenly I realised, you'll get loads of content. We have reviewed all of And Just Like That, series one. We have done some Q&A sessions, which are a bit steamy. Mm-hmm. And and the Q&As are from real people. It's not just us writing in to ourselves. It's not me no. writing to Mary, Mary writing to me. No. And we made a huge sacrifice in our lives. We watched the very first episode of The Carrie Diaries. Which was a prequel to Sex and the City. And reviewed that. So you don't have to. And we got contacted by Chris Knott's Catfish. Yeah. And it's all on Patreon. And there's more to come. If you want us to do a better job at giving sex and dating advice than Carrie Bradshaw, send us in your dating dilemmas. Please do. And nothing is too grotty for our ears. We will discuss everything on air. And we don't care if we're cancelled. So you can contact us on suddenlyirealized at gmail.com. Suddenly I realised on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter. Now we never look at our Twitter. 
That's American Steve. American job. Steve will keep an eye on that. So American Steve, if you're listening, which I know you are, keep an eye on that for us. And American Steve, please send in your dating dilemmas. Um, now we're not professional psychiatrists, so take everything we say with a pinch of salt. Speak for yourself. Yeah, well, not you, but like, just in case. I have a master's. Well, just in case they in fucking, journalism. I don't know, um, voice their opinions to their, you know, beloved. And then oh, Jesus. fucking uh, yeah. buried under fucking patio and we're to blame. We're not qualified, but we'll do our best. It's just a laugh. Yeah. Uh, key bag amateur. Oh, yeah. Key bag amateur. Okay. Okay. Wee. <sighs> Ooh. 3.1. So it kind of went. It was at. It was no, because it went. It was higher. Oh, <laughs> it was four point six, but obviously went down because she had that. She didn't think Big was amazing when he was going round to the patrons asking yeah. who smoked the cigar. So it was kind of like, oh, she's one of us now. She sees him for what he is. So she she dropped down a few points. It was the digs at Samantha. Yeah, and I think with the gee bag ometer, sometimes when she's been a fool. They give her extra points, even though she's not really a gee bag. It's just she's an annoying fool. Hawk the fool. Yes. And it's because she was, she basically, she shot herself in the fucking foot, basically, and achieved none of her objectives. She lost her oranges. <coughs> she lost her oranges and now has to indulge him sleeping in her bed with his cigars. So that's, and she had too many digs at Samantha. And she's a firebox. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can contact us on suddenlyirealized at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Please subscribe to Suddenly I Realized on patreon.com. Cover art is by the very talented Patrick Kinsler, whose work you can find on craftypads.com.